It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in our number two of the program here on Friday morning. And uh, we'll take your phone calls at 508-996-0500, as well as your app chat messages and your open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Uh, but let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. Hello, Lamone. Perfect, perfect song comes on. You know, my, my, usually my intro when I, when I call in. So uh, I was thinking... Um, did you call Matt? I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but I did interact with him online yesterday. That's not what you should have asked you to call him and talk to him. Yeah, I just, I, I didn't have time. You could have called him. You could no. call him right now between between breaks. Okay. All right. Folks. Moving on. So, um, so you like, you know Bad Bunny is? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you like Bad Bunny? Uh, Not really, no. I'm, I'm 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 big into lyrics of songs. That's like what I what I zero in on when it comes to songs. And I don't I don't speak Spanish, so I don't I don't follow along with the lyrics. So it doesn't hold interest for me. Have you ever tried to put, put in the Google Translate and listen to the lyrics? No. <laughs> That's an awful lot to do asking, right? So I'm I'm supposed to be going to a party. It's, it's going to be like a a party here. To, Tonight, sometime tonight, I'm supposed to go to his after party. I don't know if the after is for. Is it a fight? Are they fighting tonight? Is there a fight? Something like that? I'm not sure. I don't know either. So, and then I'm going to see Brian McKnight tomorrow night. So that's going to be kind of fun. Now, so, is it uh, is it true that that start that concert starts back at one? Yeah, it does. Okay, all right, good. Right. I got you. Yeah. Uh, waka waka! I got you. See, yes, let's, everybody's like, "What are they talking about?" You know. All right, I think that's what happens. These younglings these days. So, but that that was a great song, though. Did, I like the I like the even though the original the Mark Wills' version better, the original one liked his better, the country guy. Do you, he also sang a song like it's called "Don't Laugh at Me." Don't 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 get, no. That's how that song. It's called "Don't Laugh at Me." This little girl. Uh, it's a don't don't make fun of me and and and, and I forgot how the song goes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that one. I'm thinking about it. Just yeah, it's Mark Wills of his country song. Uh, don't laugh at me. And he was. He, I remember he was on Maury Povich show. This little girl was burned and then burned and and she was and they, people used to make fun of her and talk about her and stuff like that. Call her alligator skin or whatever. That was a nice. Don't talk about you know. That's that's very hateful. And so he he came on there and sang. She said that's my favorite song. And then so while talking to more, then she and Maury says, "Well, we got Mark Wills," and he came out and sang it to her, and it was so sweet and so touching. You know, you know it's see, it's all the good all the good TV shows, uh, talk shows are going off the air. You know, Maury's Maury's done. He's been done for a while. They keep showing, but seems to be reruns. Uh, but I'm not necessarily reruns, but. Like, like for instance, like Jerry Springer, they're still running first runs on a lot of their things. 
they filmed so many episodes, so, so many extra uh, scenes or, or people on there that they didn't use in, on the regular time, in the regular year. So they're bringing it all out. And it's been, what, two years? Three, no, since 2021 is when, when they, uh, when they went, he went out of syndication. Uh, you know, he, went, he left the air, went off the air, Jerry Springer, so... That's pretty crazy. So what are your plans for this weekend? I am just going to relax. Uh, I'm going to watch the uh, WWE pay-per-view tomorrow, 5 a.m., because it's coming from uh, from New Zealand. Uh, no, I'm sorry, from Australia. So I'll probably not watch it live, but I'll probably get up pretty early to to start watching it. I think they're in the same time zone, aren't they? New Zealand and Australia? Yeah, I think so. But but I I just forgot that it was in, it's in Perth, Australia, so... Have you have you ever thought about going down there? I've always wanted to, but and I have um, a family member that lives there now, but it's just you know it's so it's so expensive to get there. But some someday I'd love to go. You know, I would like to go down there myself too. I have some friends from down there. As close as I ever got was like when I was working with the Red Cross. We were all down that area. We didn't go there though. We were like in the Philippines. Uh, we were in the. Oh, remember I told you about what happened when I was in Bangladesh. Oh, I remember going to this going to this uh, temple there. You know, they the and and there they the hold everything living as something sacred. So let's say if you let's say if you had the, if you had a cold or or the flu or whatever, and you was if you came and, and filled a bowl of milk and and brought it in it brought it into the to the temple, left it on the floor, and they have they have thousands and thousands of rats. Now, mind you, just think for the size of the, the football before the tail. You know the, how NFL football is. Just just without the tail, that's the size. Of a lot of the the rats I saw. That's all smaller wow. ones. That's about the size. That's without the tail. But they, you would go over there. They said if you if the rat drinks out your milk bowl of milk, then you drink and you get healed. A lot of it, it happens to them, but you think about that. That's also where the bubonic plague, the Black Death, comes from. Yeah, from those rats right there. Yeah, no. And it's like, and what's up with that? But I mean, these rats were running everywhere. They ran over my feet. And, oh, I remember they running up on my legs and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. oh, get off me, make me. People are eating breakfast, Lamonia. Weird them out. Well, hey, you know, I'm, congratulations. I'm, I'm going to hold you are there, though, because we, we, we've hit our time limit. So, okay. Uh, well, all right. So, um, are you going to be, uh, you didn't, oh, I guess in a week, not this weekend, huh? Uh, it's, you think it's going to be before, uh, before uh, Easter, you gonna be back on the air? Uh, probably. I don't know when Easter is, but probably. Probably, just think, probably a couple more weeks. Well, I'd hope so. You, are, is there a problem with uh, everybody getting together? Yeah, that's part of it. But also, I'm just so wiped out at night. I, I just don't have the time. If we could, you know, if if I was doing it earlier in the day, maybe. But I can't. I can't be. By ten o'clock, I'm wiped out. So, all right. Well, yeah, I'm gonna hold you there, Lamone. You guys have a good weekend and stay out of trouble and tell Cece, I say hello, Cece. I will do that. You guys have a blessed weekend. You too. Take care. Play on, player. That is Lamone in Las Vegas. And uh, so a lot to unpack there, so we'll probably just leave it packed it packed up. I just wanted to go back to the, the shake story because uh, I got a message here saying, well, what was the change in the history? If you so, if you didn't hear it at the at the beginning, at the end of the last hour, rather, I was talking about the story I have at wbsm.com and on the app about how Friendly's Fribble used to also be called the Awful Awful, and they had to change the name because the company that they licensed the name from uh, said, as long as you don't come in New Jersey, you can use the name. And when Friendly's expanded into New Jersey, they had to change the name. So, 
From all the counts that I could find in various different histories, they held a, a contest in 1965 amongst the customers. And different sites had different little tidbits of information about this. But in that contest, uh, three different people suggested the name Fribble. That one won. So that became the name of the drink. But Friendly's holds this thing called Founders Day where they celebrate the founding of Friendly's by they were giving away free Fribbles. And in the press release that they put out for this, the history that they give of the Fribble is that the Fribble was invented in the 1930s and named by an employee of Friendly's who created it. So now what they're saying is, oh, it's been the Fribble since the 1930s. I mean, I believe they had the drink since the 1930s, but it wasn't named by an employee. And it, it wasn't named the Fribble in the 1930s. People are messaging and commenting and posting about how they remember it being the awful, awful at Friendly's before the switch over. So I thought that part was pretty interesting. But what really was, was getting me going was I posted it in some of the food groups on Facebook, you know, the restaurant groups. And in, in there's a group about um, things in Southeastern Mass that aren't there anymore. And I put it in that group. And in those Facebook groups, people are, I'm trying to think of the, the, the right word for this, belligerently saying that uh, Newport Creamery is the awful, awful. Friendly's is the Fribbles. Yeah, but read the, it's always been that way. No, read, read the story. I know I used to work there. No, re read the. I was a manager at Friendly's. Read the story. Just click on the story and read the story. And then someone else was like, "This story is full of false information. None of this is true." Okay, well, you know, tell that to the numerous other publications that have written about this over the years. The Boston Globe and Mass Live a.k.a. the Springfield Republican. You know, the area where Friendly's was invented, where, where it was first opened. Sure. But no, no, the person that comments on Facebook knows better. So, And that's, that's the bigger problem about a lot of the things that we post, and that's why I try to avoid going into the comments at all, because people just don't read the story. But the, the fact that if I did respond, they were so adamant that they were right. Like, you're going to click on that eventually and you're going to feel like a total ass because you are incorrect. And just there's another one that, that irked me where... <clears throat> Someone in the comments was posting all the information from inside the story in the comments, acting as if they were some kind of expert about it. Like, no, no, I can see the copy and paste. 
It wasn't from my story that they copied and pasted. No, they copied and pasted from a Facebook, uh, from a Wikipedia page. But yeah, sure. Thanks, expert. I just, I don't, I don't get that stuff. The know-it-all nature of social media. And then when they're wrong, either they, they don't admit they're wrong, they double down on being wrong, or they delete their comment. I get deleting your comment. You were incorrect in your comment, delete it. But it's not like we're fighting over something important here. We're going back and forth about the name of a milkshake. It's okay to say, oh, yeah, I read it now. Oh, you were right. I was wrong. Or, oh, I read it. You know, I, I guess I had incorrect information myself. And it's not about me being right. I don't care about that. The story's out there and people are going to read it or they're not going to read it. I don't, I don't care if people think that I'm right or wrong. But it just bothers me that people are so belligerently incorrect. But maybe that's just a me thing. 508-996-0500. But do you remember the fribble being called the awful awful? Not the awful awful at Newport Creamery. They've had it forever. They've had it since the 1940s and they will have it forever because they own the, the trademark now. But I'm talking about going to friendlies and having an awful awful. It blew my mind that that was the way that it went. And I, you know, which one do you feel really more comfortable asking and ordering for? It just feels weird saying either one. Just point to it on the menu. Can I get a vanilla one of these? 508-996-0500. App chat, open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Going to take a break and we'll be back in a few moments. Um. Former New York City police officer Eddie Mahoney, better known as Eddie Money, who came and rocked Fairhaven probably about, I don't know, 10 years or so ago, and then uh, came to Fall River and played Durfee High School and complained about the sound. Uh, and now, of course, the Money Man is no longer with us, but we still love him and love his music. And uh, his wife now runs his Facebook page and does a fantastic job of interacting with the fans and remembering Eddie. So follow, give that a follow if you're on Facebook. We were talking about the, uh, the know-it-alls on Facebook, the, the people who they could have just read the story, but instead have to act like they know everything. 
And uh, we got Dave in New Bedford who says, no need for a Cliff Clavin at bars any longer. Everyone is a know-it-all with their cell phones and Google. And that is true. My favorite Cliff Clavin moment was, uh, it was one of the cold opens of one of the episodes where Cliff's sitting at the bar and guy sitting next to him and he says, hey, you wouldn't happen to be Spanky McFarlane from the Little Rascals, would you? And he goes, nope, not me. He goes, oh, that's too bad, you know, because if you were a Spanky, you know, I could sit here and talk to hours about, you know, Darla and Froggy and Alfalfa. Oh, those are the, and he goes on and on. He's rambling on. And he goes, you're sure you're not Spanky? And the guy says, nope, not me. And Cliff's like, all right, well, see you later, and walks away. And then Norm says over to him, he goes, you are Spanky McFarlane, aren't you? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I am. So <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite Cliff jokes. And uh, DSY in New Bedford says, uh, oh, he was referring to the echo houses of yesterday. He says that it, it beats having uh, the people sleeping in the, in the entryways of, of businesses and sleeping in doorways. And yeah, no, totally. I'm, I'm a fan of the idea and I think it's worth a try. We can talk some more about those too, if you'd like to, those echo houses, uh, echo village rather, <clears throat> but uh, which they're building in Providence. But before we go into the news, I want to talk some chicken because if you are looking for something for a nice weekend meal, Maybe you don't want to cook or maybe you want to have a, a nice fast lunch on Saturday or something when you're running around with the kids. You want to try Crispy Crunchy Chicken at Gas Express in New Bedford at the corner of Tarkin Hill Road and Belleville Avenue. Their motto there is either you know how good it is or you haven't tried it. And trust me, once you have tried it, you will be a convert to it just like I am. You will be evangelizing it and preaching about how good this chicken is because it's hand-breaded, mildly Cajun spice chicken that is tasty and meaty, but not greasy. How do they do that? Well, first of all, it's just better quality chicken. And when they cook it, they cook it in small batches. And then they put it on the warmer, but they don't leave it on the warmer for hours so it gets dried out. And so this is going to be fresh, crispy, crunchy chicken. And, you know, unlike other places that fry up chicken where, you know, they might change the oil once a week. At Crispy Crunchy Chicken, they're changing it frequently. They're, they're, every day they're changing out the oil to make sure that you are not getting that saturation of oil into your chicken. The, the longer the, the, the grease sits in the, in the fryer later, the more likely it is that it's going to permeate and change the flavor of the food that is being cooked in it. And at Crispy Crunchy Chicken, they don't mess around. They change that oil frequently, so you're always just getting that pure, delicious chicken taste. And you can also get their great sides, including their potato wedge fries, their jambalaya, mac and cheese, and of course, their famous honey biscuits. These delicious biscuits that they bake themselves and then they drizzle this honey over them. Oh, so good. You're going to want to get some extras of those uh, to make sure that you have enough for everybody. You can get a two, three, or four-piece crunch box deal, or if you call ahead, you can get a family meal. You just want to call them ahead because it does take a little while to prepare because, again, they're not letting it sit out all day. So stop by Crispy Crunchy Chicken at Gas Express in New Bedford at the corner of Talking Hill Road and Belleville Avenue. Or if you want to get it delivered to you, it's available via Got Chew, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. All right, it's time now to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day from Phil. On the other side of it, your calls, 508 508- 
996-0500. But now here's Phil Devitt with the news. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. An investigation into Thursday's cell phone outages is looking into whether it may have been part of a cyber attack. AT&T's cell phone service was fully restored after being out for most of the day. The carrier posted late yesterday evening that it has no indication the outage was due to a cyber attack. Negotiations in Paris between Israel and Palestinian militant group Hamas are moving forward after the Israeli war cabinet agreed to send a delegation this weekend. An anonymous Western diplomat told USA Today it appears both sides want a ceasefire and are willing to make concessions. Israel has said it will not agree to a pause in fighting without a hostage deal. President Biden is slamming the Alabama Supreme Court's ruling that frozen embryos can be considered children under state law. In a statement, Biden said the decision is a direct result of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. He said the decision puts access to fertility treatments at risk for families who are desperately trying to get pregnant. Last week's ruling said embryos created during in vitro fertilization are extra uterine children and in Alabama are legally protected like any other child. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny's cause of death is listed as natural on his medical report. That's according to his spokesperson who was given the information by his mother. The vocal critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin died while in prison last week. In a video statement posted on YouTube, Navalny's mother said she was secretly taken to view his body at the morgue. The first U.S. moon landing since 1972 is a success. Houston-based Intuitive Machines guided its Odysseus lander onto the moon Thursday. After the landing, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson also congratulated Intuitive Machines saying this feat is a giant leap forward for all of humanity. Odysseus is expected to spend roughly a week gathering data before it loses power. And Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia as well as aphasia, the same as actor Bruce Willis. The news about the 59-year-old former TV talk show host was announced by her team. They said she underwent testing in 2023 after her memory started to fail. In Foxborough, five people have injuries following a head-on crash last night involving an ambulance. The ambulance and an SUV collided last night on Main Street, injuring four adults and a child. State police are investigating. Fairhaven Police Sergeant Timothy Souza is up for the job of police chief in Dighton. The Board of Selectmen will interview him next week. And early voting for the presidential primary starts tomorrow in New Bedford. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Celtics extended their winning streak to seven games after after blowing out the Bulls in Chicago, 129 to 112, they play the Knicks tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden in New York. And the Bruins fell to the Calgary Flames 3 to 2. They visit the Vancouver Canucks tomorrow night. Let's check your forecast now with ABC6. Wrapping up this work week with rainy conditions. So make sure to get that umbrella and those rain boots handy. Temperatures not that cold on a little bit on the mild side, but mostly a couple of degrees above average as we head into the afternoon. In the meantime, for this morning, around 40, the rain will remain with us throughout the day. Temperatures in the mid-40s this afternoon, overnight tonight. It will taper off after midnight. Mostly sunny and a cold weekend ahead. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full Sunday forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Also app chat and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. We are, um, of course, we're talking about a variety of different things this morning, but one thing, um, sorry to have to keep bringing you bad news about the Washington Bridge in Providence, but unfortunately, looks like the whole thing might have to come down and be replaced. So uh, Ted Nisi, Tim White, Eli Sherman, the investigative team over there at WPRI 12, they obtained the draft report, and it, it came from uh, Michael Murdoch of VN Engineers Incorporated, and it urges the Rhode Island Department of Transportation to consider, quote, the demolition and replacement of the superstructure and potentially a full bridge replacement. Anything less than that, the report suggests, runs the risk that the bridge could collapse due to its severe structural problems. And it also points out that the unusual design of the bridge causes a problem when it comes to inspection, maintenance, and repair. So, as we've heard, there was this discussion that, well, you know, the bridge just passed inspection not that long ago before. The, and, and so how did that happen? And this problem happened after that. And, you know, how, what's going on? Who's, who's greasing the palms of who? What's happening here? But according to this report, just the design of the bridge itself is what's probably leading to some of this, these incidents of, yeah, no, it passed inspection. Oh, but yes, but it shouldn't have. Because my guess is they can't, they don't see everything on the inspection. So th this report is basically suggesting rip it down and build a new one. So you thought you were already fed up with having to cross that bridge now. And, uh, and again, on Monday, there'll be some changes to the traffic pattern uh, for the approach to the bridge. And there'll be some changes to the way that the lanes are, are designed on, on the other side of the bridge. The side that's actually open. They're going to narrow down the lanes and they're going to limit trucks to only being in the right lane so that hopefully they can get traffic across it faster. But the, the replacement angle, if, if that is the case, if that is where they have to go, I don't know, like as much as they could fast track it, you're looking at a problem that's going to take years to be solved. Years. When they originally said, oh, well, we could probably get this fixed in a couple of months. No, now it's going to be years. Because if they do want to replace it, there's a process involved in that. First of all, you've got to secure the funding. And let's just say that the Rhode Island legislature gives them the money right away, that there's no discussion, no debate. They're given the money. Well, then you've got to have somebody come in. Well, you've got to open it up for bids for the design. There's going to be the design stage. It's not, it's not like somebody's just going to go home for the weekend. Architecture, architecture and civil engineering don't work like they do on television. Where, you know, Mike Brady came home on a Friday afternoon and said, 
oh, hey, kids, I'm going to be in the den all weekend. I've got to design this building by Monday morning. Like, it doesn't work that way. It's a long, involved process. Nobody's designing a bridge over, over a weekend. Then, once the design is decided upon, you know, and of course, there's going to be the public comment period. And, and God forbid somebody doesn't approve the design and raises a stink about it and then has to go back to the drawing board at the smoothest. Let's just say everything's moving along smoothly. Then you've got to tear down the existing structure. Which, it's not like we're talking about repairing a section of roadway. This is a bridge, which brings logistical challenges. Then, once you get that torn down, you start the construction of the new bridge. Assuming that you can get all the materials that you need and that there aren't any kind of holdups, work stoppages, weather delays. I mean, this is going to be a long process if that's the route that they have to go and it seems like that's the route they have to go and the problem is they have to go this route because the bridge wasn't being inspected properly now this report is saying that the reason why it wasn't being inspected properly is because the design of the bridge made it so that it was harder to perform those inspections and to see these problems which means it's not like you can just say, well, we'll just make a bridge that looks just like the one before. No, you've got to come up with a completely different design. But also something that kind of matches what's on the other side. So it's, it's really going to be one big headache for a long time to come. Now, I saw somebody mentioning that they could construct a what they call a dummy bridge, a temporary structure that serves the purpose of getting people across while they're actually building the permanent structure. But I don't know that you have the space there to do that. And if you did, because of the fact that it is a a two-sided bridge, and you're, you would basically have to be working in the middle of the working side of the bridge on one side of you and the dummy bridge on the other side of you, that would, that would probably be a logistical nightmare for trying to get the work done to repair the bridge. So I, I just don't see that there's any way that they can ease this process any more than what they've done and what they're going to be doing starting next week. And I should point out, sorry, it's, it's not like it's all going into effect next week, but starting next week, that's when they're going to start working on this plan to, to decrease the lane sizes and, and make it easier to get cars across the bridge. But listen, Rhode Island, State of Rhode Island, Rhode Island Department of Transportation, you need to be calling in the best civil engineers from across the country. You need to be finding the people who have gone through something similar, if that's even possible, and find out how they got through this. Because 
clearly the Rhode Island Department of Transportation is not able to handle this on their own. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. Matthew Sweet's girlfriend. And uh, if you've never seen the video, I recommend it. it. It takes footage out of an anime, but you would think that it was, you know, designed for for the video. I thought so when I was a kid. It wasn't until later that I found out, probably through Wikipedia, that it was from an actual existing film. Anyway, 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. And uh, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, you're on the air. No, hold on. Let me try it. No, it says you're on the air. Hello? Are you there? Okay. I guess you're going to have to try to call back and we will get you in there. But um, I also, because I know a lot of you are probably just starting out your day and you're looking outside the window and you're saying, ah, rain. Ugh. Don't worry, it's it's going to rain today, and then it'll just get really cold tomorrow. So what's going to happen is it'll rain, it'll melt the snow, and then it'll all be icy tomorrow. So enjoy the rain and be happy it's raining today because you'll be a lot, you know, it'll be a lot slipperier tomorrow. All right, let's try this again. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, brother. There you are. What's going on? We, we need the bridges closed. How's the million? I'm trying to get over the bridge now. They can run wild uh, across the what's left of the bridge. Are you kidding me? And my millions and millions. That's the other guy. <laughs> yeah. What you What'd you think of that last week? What'd you think of the Rock's uh, heel turn there? Oh, they had to do that because I mean, you want to talk about giving the fans what they want, and nowadays with social media, they just don't have to boo you. At the uh, at the facility or whatever, it's it was trending worldwide, and then they had to do like a bolt face and like, oops, okay. But now, I think what's going to happen, he might turn on Roman, 
at WrestleMania uh, to get back to a good face. You know what I'm saying? Well, what I'm thinking is, is I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe this whole idea of they had to make this happen because of the reaction that people had, I think this was the plan from the beginning. I think the idea was that Rock was going to come in to add, because otherwise you had the same story as last year, Cody versus Roman, Cody versus the Bloodline. So by bringing the Rock in, it set up a different story to tell, and it can lead to that Rock-Roman battle down the line for the for the title of tribal chief so this this is all i think this was all the plan to be from the beginning and i think that that's why you know when you saw uh cody come out and the rock whispered in his ear that time you know what i mean i think that's kind of your hint that this was something that was all planned out and then uh, there's a lot of people have been making out that when the rock put up the one with the rest of the bloodline last week he also put out his thumb and like that loser gesture so that yeah, that yeah that might have been a little something there too. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying this story, and I just hope that they keep, you know, they keep the Rock coming back until WrestleMania, and they don't just make it like, oh, he showed up this time, and then you'll see him again the night before, and that's it. Well, I think there's gonna be a tag team match with the Rock and Roman against Cody and Seth, maybe uh, WrestleMania uh, on Saturday, and then I think uh, uh, Seth's gonna go against. Uh, What's his name from Scotland? Uh, McIntyre. McIntyre. I think that's what's going to go over. And um, on day two. So, I mean, WrestleMania looks like it's going to be a good one. I mean, they're in Perth right now, Australia. You're going to see the thing tomorrow at 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, Tim. Yeah. So, I mean, that's before your shift starts even. I mean, maybe you'll catch a... Uh, the first hour before you come in. But, well, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is Saturday, so I've got the day off. So I might wake up early, watch right. it, and then then take a nap. <laughs> because it is in Australia, and I think, uh, I don't know, um, it looks like maybe uh, Nia Jax. I don't think she'll go over tomorrow because I think, uh, what's her name? She's in Australia. She's at home, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, well, but sometimes they, sometimes they like to give you that twist that you weren't expecting to, so... Yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, the elimination uh, chain match. Uh, do you have the do you have a favorite winner for the women? Um, I actually think that they're just trying to set up a Becky Lynch Rhea Ripley WrestleMania. Oh, that'd be good, right? Yeah, I think that's what they're, they're what they're shooting for. But I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I got to hold you there because I got to take one final okay. break. But thanks, Paul. Talk to Monday. All right. Bye. Talk to you then. And uh, I do have to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few moments. All right. Another hour in the books, but we've got one more to go. 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in and get involved in the discussion. Uh, We will be talking about food in the next hour, but not in the sense that you would normally think of it. We're going to be talking about stuffed cohogs, but we're talking about giant stuffed cohogs that are serving as ambassadors 